Hola, hola, hola. What's up, everybody? It's Sarah Sodizi back on the Chiona podcast. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy freaking Friday. I just want to say that Father's Day is coming up and a lot of y'all requested this because if you know my dad, well, you know my dad and he is an eccentric and interesting and lovely human being that I love having the randomest conversations with or even just learning more about his life because my dad got married really late and as a result had us really late. So he has all of this experience already under his belt even when we were little kids so as we grew up more and more my dad always used to tell us stories from his childhood from his teenage years from when he started dating my mom and things like that so like he always just comes with this level of wisdom and knowledge that I admire so so very much and even still when I was growing up I didn't really see it for what it was I was very much like dad no sabes lo que hablas or dad you don't know what you're talking about or oh dad like no no es lo mismo the situation isn't the same so when I get to actually have a conversation with my dad about the things that have happened in his life now obviously I take those things and I hold tight to them because I cannot stress this enough when you have parents like mine I cherish every single minute I have with them because we all have busy lives and we're all adults now like my, my sister has a whole ass family now and my brother and I are working full time. So I mean, like the fact that like I get to spend time with them on a somewhat regular basis is something that I very much hold near and dear to my heart. So without further freaking ado for Father's Day, yes, it is my father, Papa Sodizi. We are going to be talking about two different stories. And the way that I wanted to structure this, because I had told him beforehand, I was like, Señor, tienes que prepararse because, you know, I'm going to be asking you some questions or sorry to translate you have to prepare yourself because i'm gonna be asking you some questions and he just sat there and was like ah mijita don't worry about it like it'll be fine it'll be fine like i I know what to say and i was like okay because mom was very organized with all of this stuff so i mean i just wanted to let you know like the contrast between my parents is so evident like it's like my mom hella organized wrote down a list wrote down paragraphs wrote down everything that she wanted to say so that she could format it and structure it properly whereas my dad is a free spirit like i so we kind of just wing our conversations a little bit and we just go with the flow and whatever comes out look sale sale you know what i mean whatever comes out comes out But basically in this episode, we talk about the time that I learned how to ride my bike, the two-wheeler bike more specifically, how I learned how to do that and how I learned how to drive. As many of you know, it took me 99 years for me to get my license in the first place. So hearing it from my dad's perspective will be a time. I gotta let y'all know that he does speak quite a bit of Spanish in this. So if you don't understand, I will do my best to translate or I did my best rather to translate as best as I could. But the other half, see, see, this is what I mean by winging it. My dad spoke Spanish the first half and then the other half was in English. So bear with me. I tried my best. So my friends, get comfy, grab your cafecito, your te, your orange juice, whatever you want on this Friday evening, afternoon, morning, wherever the heck you are and enjoy. So you can talk in English. You can talk in Spanish. Okay. What was the question? (laughs) Okay. So how I learned how to ride a bike. I remember it very differently. You remember it very differently. So I want you to recall. Pero tienes que hablar bien fuerte. I want you to recall that story of when I learned how to ride a two. Either one. No, no, no. Los dos. Vas a recontar. Oh, yes. Okay, so the first one is 
La, la primera es cuando aprendió a... How I learned how to ride a bike. En bicicleta. Yes. You can do it in English, too, if you want. Not just in Spanish. But my English might not be that good. Okay, whatever. So, the, therefore, uh, I'll, I will be more uh, specific. Okay, well... According to able in, in Spanish. Yes. Okay. Dale, pues. Usted estaba acostumbrada a pedalear la bicicleta. But that was like the tricycle okay. that I was Era, used to, yes. En el triciclo. Sí. Y ya tenía dificultad porque ya había, ya había crecido, entonces yes. era una experta, era campeona. En... Entonces, en vista de que Abel ya, ya andaba en bicicleta solo, yes. y a él también le enseñé de la misma manera, entonces le dije... Voy a quitarle las llantas de atrás. Ok. Y no se preocupe que no se va a caer. Sí, me voy a caer, decía usted. Pero yo le, le aseguré que no se iba a caer. Ok. You said I wasn't going to fall. Yes. Entonces, eh, yo le dije, usted monte y pedale que yo la tengo. Uh -huh. Y le agarro la bicicleta para que no, para que no se caiga. Yes. Y usted inocentemente me creyó. Sí, ok, so now you're telling the truth. Ok. Pero la única manera de que aprendiera era así, porque yo la iba a dejar. You were going to let me go. Yes. Pero también la iba a, a seguir cuidando. Y cuando yo ya me di cuenta que sí lo podía hacer, aunque te, tenía que caerse, yo la dejé que continuara ahí. Le digo, dale, 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 mire para adelante nada más. Y usted me escuchó esto, tal como yo le dije. Entonces, cuando miraba, estaba bien. Y en eso que regresa a mirar yeah, para I, todos I lados. Turned, y, I turned back, or I turned my head back, yes, and then I fell, yes. Y pum, se cayó. Eh, pero por no escuchar, yo le dije, mire para adelante. No, okay, well, I'll let, no, 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 you know what, I'll okay. let you continue. Entonces, después volvimos a empezar y ya no quería que se caía. Que... Pero yo le dije, no, va a perder. Y ya después, después de varias caídas. Yes. That's when I got it. Yes. Participar en el Giro de Friends. Okay, okay. The one thing, I think the one thing that I was like, because I was really nervous when I was doing it. And so... What I think scared me the most is the fact that I was like, I was getting far away from you. And that's why when you said that I looked away, when I saw that you were far away, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. And you also told me that you were going to hold on to me, but you didn't. You didn't. You didn't. No, es que se metió una pelita al zapato y tuve que quedarme para Okay, okay. Well, then, in contrast, so similar to that story... Um, I, I obviously learned how to drive a lot later than Abel and Becca did, right? So I want you to recall that time when I was, like the first time that I was learning how to drive or like the first time that we went, <laughs> the first time that we went and like practiced driving near the house. Well, right here. It's different because in a bicicleta, no era, no había mucha responsabilidad. Yeah. Pero en el carro sí. Yeah, ya, obviously. Eh, eh, pero conociendo 
que usted eh, ya tenía, no solamente creía, sino que eh, estaba segura que yo no la, no la iba a dejar como la bicicleta. Yes. ¿Sí? <risa> I would hope not. <risa> no, entonces, lo primero que hicimos fue que se acostumbrara a, a maniobrar el, el volante. Yes, the ¿No? steering wheel. Yes. Turn left, turn right. Yes. In an open space that no other cars were. Yes. Which is okay. And after that, I didn't want to go uh, overdo it because mm -hmm. it was no good. Once I saw that you managed to yes. uh, control the steering power, so I, I said, okay, let's go home because this is enough. Mm -hmm. But later you knew that I was gonna let you, you didn't know that you were going on the street. No, I didn't. So I said, just keep driving, you do this, this, this. <laughs> and we were on the street, you asked me by surprise. And I said, yes, you can do it. Because number one, there was no traffic. And number yeah. two, the only way that you can see that you can do it yes. is by going into it. If you don't, throw yourself into the river, you won't go to the other side. Okay. So, but I knew that you were deep. capable of control the sterling power, so I took you to the street. Mm -hmm. You were nervous, you were <laughs> looking everywhere, but yes. I, was, I was helping. Yes. And this time I cannot let you go by no. yourself. No, yeah, of course. Because it's a totally different. And eventually, so, You drove home, but you didn't park because you didn't, you know, you were not ready for it. So yeah, you drove home, and we were okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, so you were so excited that you drove the car from the parking on the street and then at home. But I remember, okay, so the but I remember like the very 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 first time that we had done that. I stopped like right at the stoplight and I was like, puppy, I can't, I made you, I made you get out. I made you get out when we were at the stop so that you could like literally make that dinky little turn for like two, for like two seconds after that. Do you remember that? Yeah, but I, it, but I, I make you do that because I knew there were no car. There was something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So there were no car and, uh, but you lost your your scared stuff you were scared at the beginning but then you lost it and little by little we start to go in on the street over here around mm -hmm. around mm -hmm. around mm -hmm. and eventually we went back to the park to start to do the parking mm -hmm. and stop turn left to right put mm -hmm. signal mm -hmm. and uh, i guess it, it was easy for you to ride a bike I mean because there were no dangers that you will hit someone mm -hmm. on the car you were adult so you have more responsibility you mm -hmm. were more responsible mm -hmm. as a kid it's a it's a crime to put a child on the 
wheel or the car yeah, and let it obvi drive. Obviously. So it was two different things, but I guess you you were ready on both. In both situations. In both situations. You were ready. I mean, but have you? Okay, I'll ask you. Like, have you ever experienced that in the sense where? You didn't think or you didn't know if you were ready for something and you kind of had to like push yourself to do it. No. No, you, you were. No, I, I'm saying like for you. Oh, like, yes. Yeah, yes. for you. Yes. Uh, no, on, on, on a thing that I will enjoy. Mm -hmm. But I, I was forced to do it because I would say for emergency. Mm hmm. As an emergency, I was forced to do it, and the result was tremendous. Mm -hmm. It was uh, so rewarded that later I knew that I was going to be that way. And mm -hmm. that is, I was maybe nine, ten years old, mm -hmm. and every day, in the afternoon, I used to go and help people to go fishing during the, at night. Mm -hmm. They used to go, and I helped them uh, to bring things they use it, but they cannot take it with them. So when they leave it, so somebody has to bring it and put it in the safe place. Was it was this here in Canada or was this in Ecuador? No, no, it was in Ecuador. Nine oh. years old. Okay, well, sorry. I just want a clarification. No, and. Uh, so, they usually needed three people to go in those small fishing boats. Mm -hmm. And it was, they had to leave before the sun set. Mm -hmm. And they were waiting for the other guy, the other guy never showed. So I was already put the things back with the place they keep it. Mm -hmm. And then I went back to see what happened, why they didn't leave it. And they said, because the other guy never showed up. <laughs> you want to come with us? Oh, no, 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 this is a, the, No, no, come with us. We, we'll, we'll help you. We'll mm -hmm. do that. And because I was used to during the day, go into the sea with yeah. the boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not at night. Yeah. And I say, okay, take with me. And uh, usually they fish little, basically to, to make even mm -hmm. with the expense and everything else. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But this night, out of the 20 boats that went up at night to fish, we were the only one to come back full. <laughs> and the reason for that is everybody goes very far, yes, deep, yes. deep in the sea. Yeah. And because I was little, I guess they stayed at the Closer shallow. to the shore, yes. And that is where we catch all the big fish. And uh, we stopped in the middle of the night to keep fishing mm -hmm. because we had no place. We mm -hmm. fill it up, to, and uh, I was forced to do it. You were scared? Uh, yeah, because I never been at night. Mm -hmm. It's dark. Mm -hmm. There is no light. Well, because yeah, it's like open water. There's nothing there. It's in it's in the sea. No water. No light. No safe safety equipment. You're on your own. <laughs> and uh, but once we start to catch those fish, I forgot about it. So it was it was I was enjoying. And the result, I was forced to do it, but the result was a big reward. <laughs> nice. Okay, Papa. 
Thank you for telling me how it went down. Even though you lied to me when I was learning how to ride a bike, you lied. I will never forget that. That was the first time that I had ever seen or that I'd ever heard you lie to me. But have you, <laughs> have you listened to what I said? You wouldn't. <laughs> but the, the thing is, you, 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 didn't, you need to know. You knew how to stop the bike just backwards. I mean, I mean, I mean, yes, but it still was the whole the whole concept behind it was that you told me one thing and then did a completely different thing. Y eso, like, me sorprendí because, like, I thought you were going to just hold me the whole time and that's how I was going to learn. No, that that was the idea to to make you go. So if you did the first time, it's the next time you're gonna be a little scared because you fell. But yeah, I was. But I, the second time I hold you mm -hmm. and let it go, mm -hmm. hold you and let it go, mm -hmm. and eventually. Eventually, yes, I learned how to ride a bike, you, and I learned. How eventually, to you were ready to compete the, the Tour de France. The France. <laughs> okay, I wouldn't Tour go. That, if anything, Abel would be more suited for that because he bikes all the time. But thank you, Papa. Mm -hmm. Thank yeah. you. I love you. Oh, I love you too, Mia, my baby daughter, and I will. <laughs> oh, I got so many stories, so well, you can record it. We we can we can save it for another time, so that sure. way we can remember it and we can look back on it and be like, wow, this is what we talked about. Yeah, cool. So there you guys go. My dad said it before I could. If you want to make it into a series, or if you guys want to hear more stories from my dad or from us just having a conversation, I need you guys to let me know. Or if you want to hear more from my mom, or if you want to hear from both of them, then Coolio, Cool Beans, we'll, we'll, we'll make it happen. But I think just to end this episode off, I want to emphasize the fact that like, obviously you guys can tell from the dynamic of my father and I, we are very, very close. And I can honestly say that it is one of the tightest relationships that I have and for a lot of girls my age and even just girls in general I know how difficult it might be to have some sort of relationship with your dad because I don't know what your situation is and I don't know what goes on in your family and what goes on in your life and everything like that but this is why I always say how blessed I am to have the family that I have because I have such a good relationship with both of my parents and that's not to say that it was always like that because believe you and me it has been very rough sometimes especially when I wanted to see things my own way my parents were just trying to help me out or altogether when I completely lost confidence in who I was and my parents were the ones to really bring me out of that so I just want to say you know, when whether you have a good relationship with your dad or not, I think it's good to be able to reflect on the things that they have taught you, whether they're good or bad. And in this sense, my dad has taught me so much when it comes to things that happen in my life, which include, you know, you'll never learn something unless you try, or even if you're scared to do something, even if you don't know what the result is going to be like, the worst that can happen is, you know, you don't end up with that really amazing job. You don't end up with that person. You don't end up finding what it is that you like or what you don't like and things like that. It's just a matter of taking that step forward 
And as my dad said, jumping into the river, I don't freaking know, j- jumping into the river and, 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 and swimming, that's when you're going to learn. Or in, in Spanish, es, eso es cuando vas a aprender. And I apologize for those of you that couldn't understand the Spanish that my dad was speaking, but essentially it was weird because he like started off and I, I said this before, my dad started off in Spanish and then ended in English. But basically the gist of it is that uh, when I was a little kid, I was very much used to being on my tricycle and this was around when I was like seven years old. And so my dad was like, okay, I'm going to take the wheels off of this two-wheeler bike or I'm going to take the training wheels off your two-wheeler bike and we're going to learn how to drive or we're going to learn how to ride the bike. And I was like, okay. And my dad said, see, the way that he recalls it is like, oh, so sweet, so nice and everything like that. No, 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 no. This is my version now. My version <laughs> consists of where he said to me, explicitly said to me that he was going to hold on to me the whole time. He doesn't, again, he didn't mention that. So... I was under the impression that my dad was going to hold me and he didn't. He lied. And then when I fell off the bike, because like I looked back and I saw that he was far away, it freaked me out. And so I fell off the bike and I started crying. And my dad was like, why'd you stop? Oh my gosh, blah, blah, blah. Like you were doing so good. And I was like, bye, you lied to me. You lied. You said you were going to hold me the whole time. I had like tears streaming down my face. I was so upset with him. And he was like, okay, let's do it again. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. And I was really upset with my dad. I remember I was really upset that I didn't even want to do it. I was like, no, like you're going to do the same thing to me and I'm going to fall again, blah, 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 blah. But again, this is where this mentality comes in mind where it's like, yes, you're going to be afraid of things and you're going to be so scared to try things. And even if you fail, you're going to be scared to try again. But this mentality of get back up and do it again, you're going to learn, you're going to learn, you're going to learn. That's where it comes from because as soon as, you know, a couple tries, I managed to learn how to ride a two-wheeler bike and it was awesome because after that I would go biking with my brother and it was just really fun in the summertime being able to do that but if I hadn't learned how to ride a two-wheeler bike I would have still been pedaling my tricycle down the down the road at like eight nine years old you know so sometimes things work out for the better when you are afraid of something but you just you know take that one step forward and just jump and you never know what kind of result will come of it. And so to end everything off, I just want to wish a very happy Father's Day to all of the fathers out there. And that can be in any form. That could be your biological dad, your stepdad, your grandfather, your uncle, even the single moms out there that are doing, you know, double the duty. Whoever you feel is deserving of being celebrated today, that's on you. Make sure you hug them if you can or let them know how special they are to you. Because trust me, I think especially in the climate that we have right now, I think everybody needs to hear that every once in a while, regardless if it's Father's Day or not. I think everybody just needs to hear it from somebody that they care about, how much they mean to them every once in a while. But anyways, I'm signing off. I love you guys so very much. Once again, if you have any suggestions for me on what you want to talk about, or if you want to make this a series, conversations with my dad, hit me up on Instagram at SoDeasy. Until then, Black Lives Matter, Indigenous Lives Matter, Immigrant Lives Matter. Happy, happy Father's Day and God loves you so very much. Okay, bye.